I still think we can all say that it is a great day when we get to start it by welcoming our brand new sister in Christ into our church family. What a great day. And then to be able to start our Christmas Eve early together where we get to um, you know, celebrate and hear the great story of our Lord's birth. So that is a very good day. But you know what? We are not just bystanders in this great story. As Christians, we are actually the direct beneficiaries of the greatest story ever told, a story of history and mystery and intrigue and suspense, a story that has the best ending ever. And as is our tradition and the tradition of churches all around the world today, we too are going to engage with this great, great story. But before we do, um, because it's such a familiar story to Christians and non-Christians, I would ask that you would, um, you know, just try to pick up on something. My mentor always suggested I do this, but try to find something in the story that you've never heard before or that that you never put together before. Um, And then before we begin, I would like to ask that you would please pray with and for me this morning. Gracious God, we are just honored to be able to come together this morning and um, to celebrate this great story of our Christian faith. And Lord, I do pray, though, that you would give us new ears to hear this familiar story, that you give us curious minds to help us probe the text. And Lord, give us pure hearts so that we might be changed by it. Amen. Thank you. And now I want to encourage everybody to get settled. You know, make that difficult but necessary transition of getting here to actually being present and to hear the words of scripture as it comes to us from the gospel of Luke. Joseph went from the Galilean town of Nazareth up to Bethlehem in Judah, David's town for the census. As a descendant of David, he had to go there. He went with Mary, his fiancee, who was pregnant. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. She gave birth to a son, her firstborn. She wrapped him in a blanket and laid him in a manger because there was no room in the hostel. There were shepherds camping in the neighborhood. They had set night watches over their sheep. But suddenly, God's angel stood among them and God's glory blazed around them. They were terrified. But the angel said, don't be afraid. I am here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. A savior has been born in David's town, a savior who is Messiah and master. This is what you're to look for, a baby, a baby wrapped in a blanket and lying in a manger. At once the angel was joined by a huge angelic choir singing God's praises, glory to God in the heavenly heights, peace to all men and women on earth who please him. As the angel choir withdrew into heaven, the shepherds, They talked it over. Let's get over to Bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves what God has revealed to us. They left running and they found Mary and Joseph and a baby lying in the manger. Seeing was believing. They told everyone they met what the angels had said about this child. All who heard the shepherds were very impressed. But Mary, she kept all these things to herself, holding them dear, deep within herself. The shepherds, they returned and let loose, glorifying and praising God for everything that they had heard and seen. It turned out exactly the way they'd been told. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. 
Okay, so does everybody have their one thing? Okay, good. Because over this remaining Christmas season, I would encourage you to share with your family and friends um, what you discovered and how this story has changed for you. For me, as I was reading through this text over and over again, I too was trying to find that little nugget, you know, that little nuance particularly because there's three pastors here today and we are all preaching from this exact same scripture. But as I was doing so, and reading different translations, alongside preparing for this wonderful event of baptism, I kept being called over and over back to the true mystery of Christmas, which is, and I know I'm a master of the obvious here, but that God became a baby. I mean, I know it's, it's, it makes great copy, right? It it's really makes great nativity scenes. But you've got to admit, it's a little weird that the creator of everything, the alpha, the omega, the omnipotent, would come to earth as an innocent, defenseless, vulnerable baby, wholly dependent on likely two teenagers. Now, I have teenagers, And there is absolutely no way I would put my survivability into their hands. But God did. I mean, if I were the savior of the world, and thank God I'm not, but I would come and make my presence as a queen, cloaked in a pink mantle with a jeweled crown on my head. Or maybe I'd come in as a mighty warrior riding a 17-hand chestnut thoroughbred with a legion behind me. Or maybe even like as a famous religious kind of person, right? Like a a prophet or a pope or something. But not God. God came to us as a baby. And so you wonder why. Well, maybe, I'm just speculating here, but maybe it's because babies change everything, right? Ask the Redmonds. Ask Faith and Klaus, when you had AJ in Georgia, did your lives turn upside down? Yeah, for sure, right? Babies change everything. They change our sleep patterns. They change our finances. They change where we go on vacation or if we go on vacation. They change what we watch on TV or what we might not be able to watch on TV anymore. And did you know that babies even change your sense of smell? It's true. What we all collectively would say is a disgusting smell, when it emanates from your kid, it's adorable. (laughs) Right? Babies change everything. Maybe that's why monarchs and presidents and military generals and popes and priests, they've come and gone throughout the ages with very little effect on our daily lives. But babies? Babies are a game changer. Okay? Babies can actually even change people. I'm proof to that. You can walk into a room with a bunch of unhappy, begrudgingly angry Karens, but you wheel a baby into that room and suddenly those Karens are ooing and cooing and gibberish spewing, circling that stroller just to get a look at that baby. And I'm sure it was like that on that first Christmas. You know, Mary and Joe, they had plans. Those shepherds, they had jobs to do, but it was interrupted They came to this Christ child, drawn together by mutual concern for this little heaven-sent baby. Because babies change everything. And maybe that's why 
God chose to come in this way. You know, because babies have this uncanny ability to bring us together, don't they? Where we can put aside all of our family feuds and all of our weird, you know, family members and all those disgruntled people. We, we table all that so that we can come together for mutual concern for this baby. I think that's maybe why God came in this way. Because babies evoke togetherness in us. And maybe God came from heaven into this broken, messed up world to do just that. And to bring peace and compassion and the true spirit of the season. Magnificently demonstrating for us what true love is, what true humility is, and to be able to rely on others. I think that might be why. And thank God he did. Because the Lord knows that all the other efforts throughout time did not work on us. Time and again, God was wooing us, calling us to be with him, to build community with us. But time and again, we have rejected his efforts. Efforts like the Torah, like the commandments, like the prophets, the covenants, even the supernatural. But it didn't get our attention. Instead, we ignored the Torah. We broke the commandments. We dismissed the prophets. We sabotaged the covenants. And we intellectualized the supernatural. So it makes sense that our God would come to us in a way that was unexpected, unimaginable, unignorable, and in a way that unquestionably demonstrates his power and his presence among us. The Bishop Robert Barton says that the miracle of Christ's birth, in fact, Christmas itself, was the beginning of when the human race no longer looked up to see the face of God but rather down into the face of a little, vulnerable, helpless baby. I think that's beautiful. So this Christmas season, let us not forget the lengths to which our God will go to awaken us, to gather us, to redirect our resources, and to demonstrate just how much he loves us. That he would come as a child, as a baby, that would change everything for us. Amen.